Welcome to the Comic Web Superman Old Time Radio Podcast, where each week we bring you an exciting radio episode from the early years of the Man of Steel. The Comic Web sells old time radio programs and comic books. Check us out at comicweb.com. The Comic Web also offers two other podcasts. One is a variety of old time radio programs, and the other is a video podcast of the old movie cliffhanger serials. You can find them on our website or just type Comic Web into iTunes and they should pop up. Now just sit back, relax, and enjoy this episode of Superman. Thank you. Presenting the transcription feature, Superman! Look! Up in the sky! It's a bird! It's a plane! It's Superman! Yes, it's Superman! Strange visitor from the planet Krypton, who came to Earth with powers and abilities far beyond those of mortal men. Superman, who can leap tall buildings at a single bound, race a speeding bullet to its target, bend steel in his bare hands, and who, disguised as Clark Kent, mild-mannered reporter for a great metropolitan newspaper, fights a never-ending battle for truth and justice. And now to our story. When a tribe of savage Central American Indians attacked the rubber plantation where he was staying, Clark Kent, as Superman, successfully beat them off, only to discover that a poison dart had struck John Carter, the plantation manager. At the point of death, Carter gasped that the Indians were the only ones who had an antidote to the poison. Strangely enough, these same Indians, the Narwhans, also possessed the antidote to the brain-numbing potion that had been given the players on the Metropolis football team, the antidote for which Kent had come to the jungle. With Carter's life slowly ebbing away, Kent had to think fast. Before the battle with the savages had started, he had been forced to knock out a local white derelict known as Pango Pete and deposit him in the back of a truck. Pango Pete was known to be friendly with the Indians, and it was Kent's thought that in this emergency he might be of help. But when he reached the truck, Kent found it empty. He hurried to the derelict shack. Empty. Far off in the distance, echoing out of the dark, matted depths of the jungle, he could hear the beat of the Narwhan tom-tom. The precious minutes were slipping away. Making use of Superman's amazing power of flight, he soared out over the jungle, his keen eyes piercing the darkness. huge fire up ahead must mark their campsite. Yes, I can see them dancing around it. Only one thing to do. Drop right down into the middle of the fire. If that doesn't make them sit up and take notice, nothing will. I can hear them chanting and beating those tom-toms. Well, this little surprise from the heavens should stop them cold. Here goes. Down! Down! Frozen in their tracks. They think I'm a spirit. Let them think it. Now on, give ear. Watch how I stop the fire with my cloak. Take me to your chief at once, to Chief Sanga. Hurry, take me to your chief. I think they understand me. One of them stepping out of the circle. He's coming toward me. Fana, Ayo Sanga. I hope that means what I think it does. Take a chance and nod my head. Yeah. Leading the way to a thatched hut. Looks like it's going to work. It is. There's the chief, propped up on animal skins. Pango Pete was right. He must be a hundred years old if he's a day. All shriveled up. I, uh, Pio, Ama Sanga. Warrior, say, you live through fire? Yes, Sanga. I am great spirit. Great spirit. 
Yes. Why you come to Sangha, great spirit? Because you are great chief. Sangha, great chief? It is good. Yes, but you are also old man. Your days are numbered. Yes, yes. Sangha, very old. Great chief like Sangha must live with great spirits when his days are over. Yes, it will be good. But first, Sangha must make gifts to great spirits. Give name to gifts? Sangha, make them. To stop the poison of the great chief's darts, there is a medicine? Yes. Kala. This I would have, Sangha. No more? One thing more. A brown powder that is the medicine to stop the white powder that gives men sleep. Yes. What more? That is all, Sangha. There is no time. There is plenty of time, me bully boy. Tango Pete. So you knows me, eh? And who might you be in your fancy dress get up? Stop. This great spirit. I see you've been listening to his blarney, Sanger. Come on, speak up, me bully boy. Who is you? You heard what the great chief said? I heard him right enough. What do you take me for? He, great spirit. Now, look here, Sanger. I ain't never steered you wrong, have I? If he's a great spirit, I'm the king of England. How did you get here? And what do you want? That's none of your business. Sangha, there is no time. Where are the gifts? Yes. Kala. Kala. Hold on a minute. What's this about gifts? What's he taking from you, Sangha? I'd advise you to keep out of this. Oh, you would. And who's going to make me? I am, unless... Unless you... what? <laughs> Mind, I've got a spear in me, hand. One move and I'll run you through. Go ahead. I'm warning. Don't take another step. All right, here it is. All you managed to do was bounce that spear off my chest. Lying. I don't believe it. It ain't possible. Great spirit, man of steel. You're seeing things, son. That spear by right should have gone clean through him. He ain't human. Sangha has seen enough. Kaya! 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 Warrior will bring gifts, great spirit. What's your game, mister? What kind of tricks are you using? They're not tricks. He, great spirit. On the level now. What you got up your sleeve? I don't know what you're talking about. Now, look here. You're after something. Well, so's Tango Pete. And he's in a fire way to get it. Take it from me. Ain't nothing piddling, neither. Why, son, a warrior has gifts, great spirit. What are you giving them, Sanga? What's in them pouches? Just a minute. Those belong to me. Thank you. What's in them? I don't think it concerns you. The great spirit accepts your gift, Sangha. You will have many more years of life. I'll, I'll let there be feast and ceremony. I'll, I'll. you got him extra fair, you have. I'm sorry I haven't time to discuss it with you. Perhaps we'll meet again. Farewell, great chief. I'll, I'll. Hold on a minute. I got a proposition to make to you. I'm not interested in your proposition. But you haven't even heard it. Hold on now. Up! Up! And away!
a little bit more. Follow it. There. Huh? Uh, it'll be all right in a few minutes. Just rest easy. Kid. Yes, Mr. Carter. My legs, kid. I can't move them. Well, that'll pass off. You just relax. Kid. What happened? You were struck with a poison dart. Oh. Easy now, easy. You're going to recover. I'll give you an antidote to the poison. I got it from the chief of the Nawans a few minutes ago. It's almost complete, Kent. How are all of those savage Nawans would dare go into the jungle at night? I have a lot of courage. I owe my life that courage. It was the least I could do for you. You say you got what you wanted? Brown crystals? Yes. I got them, and I'll be leaving as soon as you're able to get around. Don't, don't bother about me. My own boy can carry on from here. You've done more than enough. I don't know how to thank you. Oh, forget it. Incidentally, I'm going to leave the pouch containing the poison antidote with you. It may come in handy someday. I'll also leave you some of the brown crystals. I have more than enough. Uh, here, this is the poison antidote. You better mark it when you get a chance. Now, if I can just find something to put these crystals in. What was that? No. I better go see. Here, I'll leave these pouches on the table. Be careful, Ken. Don't worry, I will. You'll find a rifle on the porch. Okay. Who? Who's there? Richard, you mean, Mr. Carter? Oh, Pangopi. Right, y'all. A bit out of breath from running around to the back of letting loose that y'all, but... Otherwise, in good shape. Oh, you were the one who screamed. What's the idea? I had to get him out of the cottage, didn't I? I'd advise you to get out yourself. I know all about you. Get out. Get off the plantation. Don't worry, Mr. Carter. I'll be toddling along soon. First, I gotta put over a little deal. Them pouches sitting on the table. They belongs to me. Keep, keep your hands off. And don't life. excite yourself, Mr. Carter. Put You're those a sick man. pouches down. Not in your life, I won't. They're going to pay me big dividends, they are. Kent! Kent! Stick your blooming mouth shut. Kent! All right, I'll Kent. get it, boy. Oh, I can tell your precious, Mr. Kent. If he wants these pouches, he's going to pay for them in heaven. Toodaloo, Mr. Carter. Kent! Kent! Where are you? Coming. Kent! outside. What's the matter? Kent! Your pouches. They're gone. Where are they? Bango Pete. What? He went out the back way, you... May be able to catch him. Hurry, hurry. Will Clark Kent be able to find Tango Pete and recover the precious leather pouch containing the brown crystals? In all the excitement, Kent has lost track of time. Even now, far up north, the referee's whistle is blowing for the start of the Metropolis Southwest football game. And 11 Metropolis men, drugged with a brain-numbing potion that may react at any moment, are trotting out on the field. Our story comes to a smashing climax in the next episode, so don't miss it. Listen in with Superman. Don't forget, tune in again for the next thrilling episode with Superman. Look, up in the sky. It's a bird. It's a plane. It's Superman. Superman is a copyrighted feature appearing in Action Comics magazine.